Growing out the pod with Kara Manuelli and Amanda Hunt. Hey babes, welcome to Growing Out the Pod. I'm Amanda. Hey babes, I'm Kara. I'm trying out a more gender neutral term than guys. Yes. I don't. You say folks. I think folks is the, the more appropriate term that people are using folks because I do the same thing. I say guys all the as a server. That was like my welcome. Hi, guys. What can I get hey you? But like folks, I don't think I can pull off folks like I'm not. I have a little bit too much like I think when I say folks, I sound like I'm like trying to be like, hello, fellow kids, you know, <laughs> like, I, I, don't, I don't think I have whatever it is that you need to pull off folks. Fel- um, how about folks? We say that we pronounce the L folks. folks. <laughs> hey, I mean, y'all is really but like y'all feels like so gr- like, hey, y'all, thanks for tuning in to growing out the pot. It feels I don't know. It's not. I mean, that's comes from gonna, your heritage. Like that's you. You're a that, southern I mean, gal. I say y'all. I say y'all in my everyday life for my entire life. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe y'all is the new one. We're gonna we're gonna feel this out because we want to be inclusive here. I'm drinking my second energy drink of the day, so I'm already like firing on too many cylinders. She's gonna go nuts. She's gonna just talk over me the whole time. (laughs) Just kidding. As the person who edits the podcast, I'm always like, oh my god, Amanda, shut up. Let Kara talk. Let Kara talk. No, it's funny. I love it. I can't um, wait. So we're taking a break today between sheer geniuses. Mm-hmm. I think we'll probably be back next week with uh, episode one of season two. So if you want to check that out, furries, furries is gender neutral. Yeah, furries is perfect. That's a great gender neutral name. Word. It's probably the best one, and probably yeah. one that everybody is going to be using soon. Yeah, I agree. I, I think it's going to be new. The new, uh, the new word. Furries is the new folks. The new f- it is. Hey furries, can you imagine <laughs> have a server coming in saying, "Hey furries, can I get you a drink?" <laughs> hey furries, do y'all want s- still sparkling your top? <laughs> I'd be like, "Excuse me," I'm like, "Well, I'm not saying folks, and I'm not saying guys, and I'm not saying gals, and I'm not saying people. I'm saying furries." Look, furries is the most ge- most unoffensive way I can greet you at a table. Yeah, I agreed. Agreed. <laughs> so we're just like checking in. I've got a brunch today. Kara's gone through like a loss. Yeah, when we're my friends like, moved away to back rest. Australia, and it was we took her to the airport yesterday, and it was a like the most unromantic goodbye because we had this whole plant thing planned. We were gonna go to the plant Hollywood at the bottom of that before they could go out into you know into the terminal, and that was closed, and oh. we were in the wrong terminal. So then we had to walk all the way LAX around LAX with their bags, and then it was. Like at the Delta Gate where there was no restaurant or anything, you just say goodbye and they left. So we had to like, they got in line and they had to come separately out to give us hugs goodbye. And it was just like so unromantic. But I definitely cried my eyes out like a little baby. Kara, <sighs> she was the she was my she's the only good thing that came out of the girl group. The girl group, she was my best season. Aww. So you know, I mean, there she's got a green card, so she has to come back every you know so often to keep her green oh. card. Thank you, American bureaucracy. So, that's good. Yeah, there had to be taxes in two places, so that's great. Cool, <laughs> sexy. A lot of good things happening for her. I know. <laughs> so amazing. But, okay, here's something I was thinking about with regards to this specifically. You know, like, the people who are meant to be in your lives, in our – Amanda, 
say words the people who are meant to be in your life will always find a way to be in Mm -hmm. your life like Mm -hmm. we haven't been in the same place for x years and i won't say the number (laughs) unless people can figure out our ages that i'm sure we said on this podcast but like we haven't we haven't been together for well over a decade Mm -hmm. and like as soon as we started catching up again it was like oh nothing yeah nothing changed besides our you know know, emotional availability yeah, like we're we grew, mm-hmm. but like it, our friendship was like our friendship like is bigger maybe mm-hmm. now. I yeah. don't know. Like and like like you remember we so Kara and I did a a show uh called The Vampire of Cripple Creek and <laughs> for fans. Uh <laughs> if if you guys have been thinking where a few furries have been thinking where have I seen them before? Where have I seen where are these so familiar? That's right. It's me the maid from Vampire of Cripple Creek <laughs> and it's Carol what was your character's name? I fucking don't remember. <laughs> and it's Alita? the um was it Alita or was Alita was my sexy. first one? Right? No, no. Alita, I think that was my... Alita Bloodgood was my first one in the first one we ever did. That's when I played the villain. That was my favorite. When you were Toodles. When I was Toodles, yeah. I was Toots then. And I was a turtle. Remember I was a turtle? Oh, my gosh. We, in the Oleo? We really have done some wild stuff. <laughs> we dressed up as playing cards and did, like, shuffle formations <laughs> to know when to hold them. Yep. <laughs> or know the when to fold them. And then we also did ABBA, the ABBA routine with... with Huge like seventies sprinkle garb and and our huge hair, just Dancing a complete queen. theft of Mamma Mia. Yeah, it was like rough. absolutely a lift from that yes. show. Yes, but in in this Vampire of Cripple Creek, our music director Molly and one of the other actors Kevin, we all got really close. Kara was already close with them, but I got close with them during this. We very rarely talk, but I saw Molly um, in fall of twenty nineteen, and it was like no time had passed. Mm-hmm. Like. It's so sad when friends leave, but yeah. when they come back, like, it's such a gift to have these, like, big it – is, it's romance. It's, like, these yeah. incredible relationships that, like, you don't have to be in the same city to love each other. Agreed. And especially now that we have, um, you know, technology and, like, WhatsApp and stuff, we can, like, be like, hey, I can see you from across the world. I mean, it's going to be like the early pandemic when you're just Zooming with her. Yeah, it's true. It's true. And it does suck. The last 20, the last year, I didn't get to, we didn't get to do the cool things that we wanted to do before she left, but that's okay. Yeah. No one got to do You'll any do cool things. You'll do them when she comes back. True. She has to come back in two years. It's true. Actually, I think before that. And we're going to be in Hawaii, so that's, that's, that's a thing. Because that's halfway across. That's halfway between here and Australia. It's so Hawaii. What a sick halfway point. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Like, imagine if we met halfway, we would be in, like, Nebraska. It'd be so dope. We'd be, like, so... Just be standing in a field. We'd be in the field with, like, all these rednecks, like, chasing us away in their trucks and their red hats. Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't... I'm not trying to um, blanket statement that whole place, but, you know. It's but we would actually meet at a MAGA rally, so yeah. it is... We would, we would go in hard, so... Yeah. It's that's actually a fair description yeah. of what would happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, uh, Piper's getting changed right next to me right now, so you can't hear her, but she's just getting changed. Wow, Piper, little silent cameo on the pod. Mm-hmm. She's a literal star now. She is. I'll have to send you the pictures, but I, I can't once it airs. Um, but yeah, she's gonna be on a soap opera. We'll tell you when it airs. What do you know? Do you know when the air date is? Yes, it's the twenty seventh of August and the fourteenth of September, and she might be back. So, 
And that, because that's the thing about soap operas, she could theoretically work on this soap opera for the next 50 years. Yeah, she's the new, uh, what's her name? Susan Lucci? Susan Lucci, yeah. Already people are saying daytime Emmy buzz. Yep. Already. I've heard it, and yes. I'm in New York. You know, her stage name is Piper Harriet, and she had a parking space the other day. It was great. And, like, did she let you go with her? Or did she, was she like, she was I very drive. demanding? Like, she wanted to drive, and she was like, Ugh. I'll find it myself, mom. But, like, eventually she caved, and you spilled on yourself. Just spilled, just spilled bubbly, delicious uh, raspberry bubbly sparkling water straight mm. down my dress. Bubbly, we'd love to partner. I've already got you all, all over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I forgot it was full. Yeah, sometimes you just you just slay it back all the time, Amanda. But you got to remember your centrifugal force and what happens with, with <laughs> physics and water and weight. And you know, I don't know <laughs> physics. And yeah, it's hard. It's hard. Um, I had a very interesting experience last night. I don't think I've talked about this on the podcast, but I'm like doing a lot of dating this summer, which is fun. Like this is the first time that I've ever been like, well, I'm not going to be here long. So I don't, I'm not looking for a relationship. The literal last thing that I want is to like fall in love with somebody in New York right before I move to LA. You can't. And I know that sounds like the beginning of a rom-com where in fact I do fall in love with someone who lives in New York, but that has a lifetime not happened yeah it's a lifetime movie which is not happening they're not real so they're not real it it would be bad and i'm glad it's not it's not <laughs> happening know. but last night i went on a date with this guy and it turns out he lives in la he's just visiting new york and he also went to u of a and he went to u of a significantly after us okay. that he, we didn't overlap but okay. like not that significant great okay you know yeah. he's five years younger okay and we, I feel like when we talk to each other, we never talk about U of A. Like, I'm never like, oh, remember that, like, amazing yogurt place in the student union? Oh, yeah. Or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't feel like we often, like, we'll reminisce about, like, acting class or something, like, kind of specific, but we're not like, remember, um, the mall the, remember the mall remember the, that building remember that was had no air conditioning and we were in there because there was no air conditioning and it's from the 1800s like remember how good it was to just walk across campus i don't know like we're not like we're not people who are nostalgic for college in general right and it was very interesting because this guy like really remembered everything about college like he was like where did you live like right off speedway or like and i was like i don't I don't remember, remember where to be you honest lived. with you. I don't remember where you lived either. I remember everywhere I lived. I lived, I lived near the far away um, Safeway. Yes. And the the far away Beyond Bread. Yes. That Beyond Bread. Man, if anyone goes he to Tucson. You know that? He, I, we didn't even talk about Beyond Bread. We, I was like, I do think that Tucson, and I, this is true, I believe this, like per capita, Tucson has the best food. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go eat somewhere in Tucson, it's going to be good. Yeah. I have never had a bad meal in Tucson. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, like this place like in the foothills. Like, I don't know. He was just oh, like. Oh, foothills. Yeah. We did, we're really familiar with the foothills. No. Just like, but he he just, he, he was like, me and my college friends, we see each other all the time. We're always texting. Like, it was just like, I don't think it's bad. Like, I don't think either one is bad. Mm-hmm. I don't feel bad that we aren't constantly like, remember I don't know. Remember that? Remember that crossroads when Speedway <laughs> met with uh, the, the ten? That was fun. Yeah, I remember the ten? <laughs> remember getting on the ten? Oh, like 
just because like I don't think it's bad we're doing that and I don't think it's bad that he like it seems like he has a very nice like close intimate friendship with these like guys from college so it's makes sense that he's more reminiscent of it but it was so it was like wacky almost to talk because I was like he was like oh yeah we used to have parties we used to do this and we used to do that and I was like I don't we didn't really do um we weren't we didn't do anything fun like (laughs) We didn't do anything that you that historically one might think of as right. fun in college. Right. I like explained the auditions program to him and the cut program. He was like, "What?" Yeah, it's so dumb. Um, it, I mean, I think it's like I think all of it's fine, but it was just like we were at the same college at almost the same time and had nothing. We would ne- if we were the exact same age, we would never have met. Right. I I dated a guy from U of A who did go to school on our time. But he was in the archaeologist, no, architecture um, building. And I never, we would never have seen each other at all. Not even once. No. But we met here later, later, later in life. Um, But people, I think people who went to our school, it's like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because we were like in a bubble. We were in our own little tiny, we had a tiny college. The theater arts school was tiny, 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 tiny. Like the business mm-hmm. school was ginormous. Everything else was mm-hmm. ginormous. We had this small little class of 14 people. 17. I mean, 17 ended up being 14. I'm trying to coordinate a Zoom reunion for us right now. Yeah. Check your email. And um, I only don't have three people's email addresses, but like those 17 people are the people I know yeah. from college. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's such a small world. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so we're going to head to Anyway. Anywho. Um, so yes, and, and continue with your magic U of A man. Oh, that was all. He was fine. I, like I don't know, we might see each other again, but I wasn't like, wow, now I'll move to LA. And well, where does he live in LA? Is he in? Hmm? Where does he live in LA? Did you ask? He lives centrally. He okay. offered it up. He said he used to live at the beach, and now he moved like more into a middle part. I can't. I want to say, oh, it starts with a C H maybe. C H. Century it's city. not studio. Yeah, Century City. That's what it is. Yeah, Century City. So no H. Chentry yeah. Chitty. Chentry Chitty. <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking Chentry Chitty, which is, like, of course, a very common yes. neighborhood name. Oh, I used to work in Century City. Very bougie place. Yeah, I, he, uh, he, he seems like a bougie young man. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. But very nice. Very nervous, which you know is how I like my men. Yeah. I'm scared. Nervous and fragile. And, willing, and eager and eager to please and eager to please and you know what god bless him good we had a great time good. um and i went to a new bar in my neighborhood which is always fun yeah and that's kind of what happened but like i i on the larger point like i have never been somebody who dates a lot like i've always been somebody who's like i'm only looking for love i'm only looking for the one i like this kind of man who looks like this and blah 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 and this summer, I've really been just like, I'm not looking for love. I don't want any of that. So, like, I'm a lot more open with mm-hmm. like, this guy. Not exactly my type. Um, but handsome, fun. Yeah. And it's, like, exp- it's making me realize, like, I've had this, like, weird narrow perception of, like, what I want. And now I'm, like... Oh, the world is full of things. Like, the world is full of men and, like, other people. And, like, you might want any of them. Like, it's better to stay more open. Yeah, and you get to pick and choose. Like, oh, I like this person. Okay, I like this. Oh, and now I'm understanding this. I like this. I like this out of this person. This is what I want. Rather than, like, I have a narrow mind of what I want. Like, you were able to, like, 
open your mind to be like, oh, no, 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 okay. I don't like this. I definitely don't like this. And I'm definitely not doing that again kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, oh, and this is, like, a huge deal breaker for yeah. me. Like, I, I went out with this other guy who I did really like and would like to see again, and he has really been, like, not very good about texting. And I'm like, that's – it's not something where I'm, like, angry. Like, I'm like, text me back, but it's just, like, a turnoff. Yeah, you have no time to be, for like, I don't have time. I'm not interested in trying to like get your attention. Yeah, yeah, and like, like waiting on waiting for a text like that was always so annoying for me when I'd be like, oh, really into this guy, but like, if he's not texting me, what the hell? Like then now that's like a stupid. Now that's another like dumb thought that's in our head that has nothing to do with really. Like it just is, it's a stupid frivolous thing that we it's dumb to think about. And if you and if it's not, a distraction because yeah. you're not like dating other people at that time. You're like, well, I like this guy, so yeah. I want to like hold space for him, and it's like. You shouldn't hold space for anybody until they prove themselves to be, like, worthy of taking up space in your life. Yeah. And they want to give it back to you. They want you, you know, like, it's it's a mutual thing rather than, like, a, well, I have time for this person. I'll meet with it. Like, that's, that's okay what it is right now until you find that person, so. Yeah, like, this is great. This is, like, the way that I am right now is not the way that I want to date when I'm looking for a relationship, but I think it's probably the way I should be dating all the time, yeah. if that makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. And now that they're going to be your last and only hope. Like, that's, yeah, that was me in the beginning was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. This is what I got. Okay. This is what it is. This is what it is. I I'll, I guess this is what it is. And then like, not excited and back in my heart, back in my mind, I was like, this is just not going to last. But, like, right now I've got nothing better to do without, like, Yeah, really... and I don't want to date around. I don't want to meet people. And, like, that's stupid. Like, just do it. Just date around. It's fine. And you'll find somebody. But or when you're younger, you don't around, know. Like, if you don't want to spend the time. Right. But don't sit around with somebody or sit around, like, having a crush on somebody for a long time just because that's, like, easier or, yeah. like, you're – because you're not really being vulnerable. You're not really putting yourself out right. there. Right. Yeah. Agreed. Well, good for you, Amanda. Thank you. Huge take, breakthrough for take me. Take New York by the balls and then just bring it all to L.A. I'm not I'm not bringing any of these balls to L.A. <laughs> well, there's already L.A. balls here that you've seen. Well, not really seen. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know. We can cut this out if you want to cut this part out. <laughs> Listen, have I ever seen the balls of someone who lives in L.A.? More than once. But I'm I'm looking forward to I'm looking I guess. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. I mean, my grandmothers don't listen to this. They're not alive. Uh, <laughs> They're listening to you all the time, Amanda. Oh, God. If that's true, then like they already know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, they already know. They already know. But. I just, like, I've always had this perception of myself as somebody who's, like, not attractive to men, which I think is another part of the, like, settling for, like, this one guy who's kind of interested because it's, like, well, someone's at least kind of interested. Yeah. And I have learned, like, no one is attractive to everyone. Yeah. Except, like, Megan Fox. Um, But, like, you, I like, everybody is attractive. And it's, like, if you can just chill and get out of your own way, you'll find the people who are into you. Yep. Yep. You don't have to be, yeah, you don't have to be an Instagram model. You don't have to be all these things to be, to, because you're not like, like, I get it. I get it. Like, I have those same issues. <laughs> yeah, like, just because you're not, like, something, like, you're not, like, the perfect image of a woman that's, that's, like, sold. You know, like, mm-hmm. the commodified perfect image of a woman. Like, men don't care about that. They're so happy. Yeah. To, to, like, be with someone they are attracted to. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's wild. It's crazy. It happens. We're learning all kinds of lessons. You um, you mentioned before we started recording that it is cheaper to have babies in other countries. Mm-hmm. It is way cheaper. I got my bill for 
my uh, marathon labor and ended into the cutting of my stomach open and just got I want you to guess what the bill was before insurance let's see before insurance yeah okay um seventy five thousand no, 60000 But also there's other medical bills on top of that. Like the anesthesia was separate. Like a lot of stuff was separate. So the anesthesia was separate? Even though I didn't what? get anesthesia. It, I guess, I guess uh, the, uh, what do you call it? The epidural. Epidural is called, considered anesthesia. I would um, consider that part of the bill. But also like what the, like are you supposed to have a C-section with no? I mean, they're, like, they're, they're, I've seen people that have gotten gone to the hospital they were covered under their insurance but then the, the anesthesiologist came in and that wasn't in their network and they got fucked because the anesthesiologist wasn't in the network didn't that didn't happen with us but that that has happened to people and they're like excuse me how the fuck am i supposed to choose that like like you know this whole labor thing includes anesthesia you should always have that like it was just it's pretty it's the american system's so fucked up um so my friend is moving to Australia to have a baby there because it's just easier and cheaper and free. I don't blame her. And you can also move to Australia. pay for private insurance there too if you want it. So, I don't know. Um, I can't believe anesthesia is separate. That's preposterous. Yeah, it's separate. I mean, it, it's That's still like charging covered. for the wheels. Like, that's like, oh, the car? Agreed. The car is 50 and then the wheels are 10. Agreed. And it's like, I can't even fucking begin to drive this car yeah. off the lot without the wheels. It's really, it's just, it's just a really fucked up situation. And that they just know how to screw you. And like, they were, no joke, when I was in the recovery room or the um, postpartum room, they were pushing pills on me the whole time. I didn't take any, uh, most of them, because I didn't need to. And it was like, I, they were giving me one every three to four hours. And I was like, I'm just like, my system doesn't need all that. Like, I don't handle drugs that much. And it was like nothing crazy. It was like Motrin. They did offer me some... Uh, f- not fentanyl. What is it? Uh, what's the one that got banned from people? Not banned, but people are like oxy, oxy. Yeah. Um, which they I just offered that to you. Well, because I had a C-section. Of and course, but it's like incredibly addictive. I didn't take it. I don't. I don't do well on on those things. On 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 pain, not painkillers, but the, the the narcotics. I don't do well on those. Yeah. So I didn't take any. I got, I have some, t- I took some home for me just in case, but like so the for pain a party later for a party. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but the pain level for me was more just, I couldn't move and I couldn't mm-hmm. do things. It wasn't, I wasn't in excruciating pain at all yeah. ever. I just was unable to do things and could not move because my muscles were just not firing and it didn't feel good. No lie, but I wasn't sure. I, I was told by a lot of nurses when I was like going up to the NICU to see the baby that I was they're like you're moving so well for being cut open <laughs> and I was like yeah I mean I'm, I'm I want to see my baby and I don't want to be sitting in this wheelchair all day so like you know I'd get up and walk to see her and but I need help like I couldn't walk to the I couldn't walk to the NICU I had to be in a wheelchair the whole time but um I didn't need those painkillers I also have a very high threshold for pain I think um because even my contractions were horrifucking like they were not no joke i just got tired from having them so so frequently and so much that i was like i need this to go and also i didn't get all the way to pushing so it could have gotten worse i don't know but uh yeah the medical system is thank god for insurance though insurance covered like 98 percent of it so like it's good we had really good insurance um but i can't imagine i mean honestly if you don't have insurance i think 
I think they don't charge you that much. They can't because they know they can't get the money. They know they can get that money now because of insurance. Yeah. And isn't that just like, but all of it's disgusting. Like to keep pushing pain medication on you when like, yes, of course you should be medicated to your pain level. But like sending a new mom home with oxys, like without any follow-up, like there's no like, how are you doing? Uh, are these oxys actually a huge problem? Do you have postpartum? And now you also have this like weird narcotic dependency. Like, yeah, they're just like so free with that stuff. And it feels like very irresponsible to me. Yeah, I was I was surprised how much they were like giving me all. The, they're like, you could they needed a Motrin. I needed this. I actually sometimes just didn't take the pill. I like saved you it. Like, I was, hit it. Yeah. I was like, I don't need it. Like I'm, I, you're giving me so many pain. Now, and it's not like. Like, I stopped taking the fentanyl. I was taking a uh, uh, fentanyl kind of wannabe for a while. Like, they are giving me those. And then, like, towards the end of my stay, the last, like, two days, they stopped giving me that kind of stuff. Um, just, like, 800 milligrams of Motrin and Tylenol. Like, it wasn't it wasn't horrible, but, like, I didn't – I just didn't – I just didn't need all of that. And I'm not – I don't like taking medication if I don't have to. Yeah, especially um, stuff like that. And especially when you're, like, I want to be present mm-hmm. for my baby. Mm-hmm. Like when my mom, my mom had two babies, me, one, and then another baby, my brother. Yeah. And she was like, with you, I was so drugged up because, you know, this is the a different decade than now mm-hmm. of the 80s. And <laughs> I don't think, I don't think epidurals were as localized as they are now. And she was like, I was, I was completely like drugged up. Like I could, I couldn't really like appreciate you when you were born. Some would say she just still doesn't really appreciate me. <laughs> just kidding. She's a great mom. She's a great mom. But with with my brother, uh, she was like, no pills, like no no epidural, no medication. Let's do this raw, which I know was very painful for her. But she didn't want to be so drugged up that she couldn't mm-hmm. hold hold my brother. God, I gotta stop saying his name. <laughs> I don't think he would care, but also yeah. he he wants to lead a private life. And we don't know. There could be millions of furries out there rapidly following everything we do. I'm sure. All of our family members. All, all of, of our fan members. All of our family members are just like, uh, all they know who they, we look, are. If you see our family members at the grocery store, please. They just want to lead a normal life. Yeah. They didn't choose this. They're like my cats. My cats will never be on Zoom. They don't want to live a public life. I respect Mm-mm. that. I agreed. Agreed. My dog is sitting here like, please don't show me. Yeah, please, please. I, otherwise, whenever we show Kara's dog, we have to put that little black bar over yeah. her eyes so you can't identify yeah, her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a, it's amazing what like the, when I. But the thing with me was I when I got the C section, I was completely coherent, which I kind of was a trip. <laughs> Because you're awake, and you know what's happening to you, and you're like just waiting for it to happen, and you're just like completely sober. It's yes, you're but high. You can't feel it, can you? No, you can't feel anything, not anything, except when they push in your ribs to push the baby out. That was the only thing I could feel. Mm-mm. But um, yeah, I was. Could Brian see? He couldn't see, right? They put up a big sheet. Big sheet, but when he went to go measure the baby, or when they went to go like cut the cord and stuff. Uh, after they taken the baby out and brought him to the other side, it, went to, it was on the other side of the sheet, so he did have to pass. And then when he was calling me, he said, Kara, the baby's fine. He, he looked back and said, Kara, the baby's oh. And he accidentally got to see the inside of my body. Oh, my God. <laughs> now he knows you inside and out? He does. He's like, oh it just looked, he said it looked like Saving Private Ryan. Like, it just was like my guts are out. <laughs> it was so gross. I, for, I don't remember the C-section scene from Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> 
Oh, it's in the bonus. C- it's on the bonus on the CD. Oh, on the you DVD. Like the extended cut. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Back when DVDs were huge. Um. Mm-hmm. Back back when D. Can you even like DVDs came and went so, so fast. fast? It feels they did. like compared to VC. Like I feel like VCRs were around for so long. Mm-hmm. And, and it- then for one little tiny second, you remember those laser discs? Yes. We had yeah. one. We watched it at school, and it was about photosynthesis. Ooh. And it was like laser discs the way the future. Just kidding. It's DVDs. DVDs. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. It's streaming. Oh, just kidding. It's streaming. Now it's just gonna somehow. It's a chip. I don't know. It's gonna be streaming. Yeah, forever. just kidding. Now it's streaming, but it's uh, broken out into a bunch of monopolized corporations. Mm-hmm. Actually, Good luck. just one corporation. To be honest, let's be real. Uh, they're all owned by the same fucking people. And like that's disgusting, but also if those people would like to hire us, we're very available. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I got, I got pilots. Like, we want to, of course, like abolish billionaires, but also like we, we like have specs if you need to read them. Or definitely, anything. definitely stuff that I know you'd be really interested in. I promise. Like honestly, pretty like cool stuff. Pretty like pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, very unheavy, chill yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the thing. Is like you can't sell out if you don't sell. True. So I'm, people don't talk about that enough. Yeah, I gotta sell. And then if you oh, like, should we do our hair stories? Oh yeah, we should do hair stories. Go you first. Oh God. Okay. <sighs> All right. I'm gonna talk about. Well, I saw my parents last weekend. That was great to see them. And my mom has had the same haircut more or less for like 30 years. And let me tell you, it's looking better than ever. I could not believe how good her hair looked. Like, I told her multiple times, I was like, Mama, this hair is incredible. What she does, and maybe this is kind of the bob that they were going for on our finale episode oh, of Sheer yeah. Genius. She has a little bit of a graduated bob. It's shorter in the back, and mm-hmm. it's layered, so it's, like, got a lot of volume. But it's not Kate Goslin. It's more – my mom is so close to Lucille Bluth. Uh, the differences yes. are so slight. Like, we <laughs> – Growing up, we are not allowed to drink juice, and and even to this day, when my brother and I see juice, we're like, that's sugar water. My mom doesn't care for mimosas because she feels like the juice gets in the way. That's my you mom know, too. Like, my mom does not do do OJ in hers, not at all. Nope, just a sprinkle. Her mimosas yeah. are like, Meep. that's but that is the right way to do a mimosa. I agree. In my opinion, it's too. You're already getting a lot of sugar anyways, so your head gonna have a headache anyway. So you might as well just like reduce the headache a little bit by not putting extra sugar in the sugary drink. Make it more boozy. Yes. My friend Zach Summerfield has something called Summerfields that is champagne and vodka. Oh lord! If you want to feel really bad, shit. If you want to feel like drink Summerfield, a trash can in the morning, and yeah, smell like honestly, that. just on the way home, like oh. you don't even need to go to sleep and wake up to start feeling hungover from that. You can feel it like pretty fast, which is kind of cool. I guess just you want a quick. The thing with with day drinking for me is that I. Don't like the way I feel towards the end of it. I'm like loopy and gross and just feel like, ugh, like what's my rest of the day going to be like? I just feel shitty. Like I like going to sleep after I drink if I'm going to drink because I like to yeah. just forget about that feeling. I like to skip the feeling. You Yeah, you want to cut past the feeling. Yeah, unlike of coming down. Jepson. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, I have a day drink in a while. Uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> you're, going, you're going to brunch love, after this I'm going to brunch after this I went to brunch yesterday I've been I'm not day drinking I'm day drinking in social situations right in the weekend but 
I love I love day drinking because it kind of similarly like after you day drink you're kind of like well that was it right like that's the day yeah so you day drink and then you come home and you watch a drag race and you just are like let me have like a nice little dinner and then like you start feeling a little hungover and you go to bed you wake up in the morning it's gone it's True. gone. Yeah, you're hang- you kind of miss the hangover because it's kind of like, yeah. It's mid-sleep. And like, and I feel, hmm, is this true? I feel like when you day drink, like, sometimes when I get drunk at night, I'll wake up in the morning and be like, oh, God, what did, like, was I bad? Did I do anything bad? Whatever. When I day drink, I don't, that doesn't happen to me. I feel like maybe, like, people don't get as drunk during the day or, like, there's a real magic about day drinking but i also think new york is the day day drinking drinking capital i do i think i agree i think it is i mean even though you have like late hours the four you you can drink till 4 a.m i think it's just day drinking yeah i think that i think i know we had brunch here i guess i'm not really in the brunch scene here but i know brunch is big in like west hollywood and huge I'm just not a big brunch person, I guess, because uh, I haven't done it that much. And now that I have a kid, I can't imagine day drinking and then having to do with the kid. Yeah. Um, and that's why, like, a put hangover it, while you're trying to give a baby a bath, or like I'm drunk really still, unfun. or like tipsy. Like that's yeah, why I like that's bad. I would like to. That's why I like to put her to go to put her to bed, and then I drink because mm-hmm. then I feel there's a good window before I can pump. Blah blah blah. Get there. And then I'm fine. And then I get to make sure I have the right timing for pumping. But, um, yeah, I like to not have to worry about her if I'm drinking. When Piper's a little older, you know, mm-hmm. however much older she needs to be, we can do brunches. Oh, for sure. And, and that I, will be fun. Well, here's what will happen. Also, I can do, like, brunch and get, have, like, a couple drinks. I, I just can't get right. wasted. Like, I can day and drink. I love, day. like, a two, maybe three drink brunch. I can do a two drink. Home. You watch Legally Blonde. See, a two-drink brunch is fine because you get, like, like yesterday when we were taking our friends to the airport, we had, like, two drinks at 5 o'clock, and then we had to go to the airport, and I was fine. Like, there was no, like, hangover. There wasn't, like, oh, I was drunk, and I'm not drunk. It was, it's a, it was a nice, smooth to sober. So, but yeah, like, if I have a do two drinks at a at dinner, I was never wasted. I actually have never been wasted in a while. I don't know when the last time I actually was wasted. Just wait. Oh, my God. I'm trying to redo this necklace, and it's really not happening. My hair is still wet. Furries, when your hair is wet. Okay, but back to my hair story. Yeah. My mom. So her hair, like, she found a style that she likes, and she has tried sometimes to grow it out because my dad's like, oh, I'd love for you to grow your hair out. And she's like, okay, I'm doing it. Look how shitty it looks. And it doesn't look shitty, but it's like she found the perfect style for herself, and she has stuck with it. And over time, she has been using better hair products, better hair tools. Like, she's grown in her care of this haircut, but it's like she found her look, and I cu- I'm, like, genuinely shocked. Every time I see her, I think it looks a little better. And I think it looked good to begin with. It's not a criticism of the early yeah, versions right, of right, this right, haircut, right. but it's like she just, she just found what she liked, and she stuck with it. And I I love it. I think it looks so good on her. And I'm uh, I think it's it's a good lesson. If you if you like what you're doing, you don't have to change it. Do you just perfect it more and more every time? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Good for her. I love when you have you stick to you, that's her signature. She has a signature. She's a, she has a signature. She's like Lisa Rinna, but not as like horrible. <laughs> 
and that was a big and lips. Lisa Rinna, we'd love to partner. I uh, well, you're welcome to come on the show anytime. We'll be nice to you. you is she the one with the show. lips? Is she the one with the lips? She's the one with the lips, and she's the one who has the same hairstyle that she's had for forever. Yes, forever. And her, she's the, her daughter's the one dating. What's his name? Scott Disick. Her 19 year old daughter. Oh my is god! The one How dating. does she allow? Like, does she not know? Like, she must be in the know of of what's going on in the world. Um, with real, she talks about it a lot on the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and like, I don't want to be in the business of criticizing somebody's parenting, especially since like, I don't have kids and or or fame. But she, well, I mean, other than this podcast, of course, but she seems to be somebody who wants her daughters to be famous more than she wants them to be anything else. So I mean, we've seen famous daughters get brands and fucking like the Kardashians are fucking. It's also these daughters, these these Hamlin daughters, they they are set on a path of the Hadids Mm, because Yolanda was a real housewife of Beverly Hills with two daughters who are now literal supermodels. Yeah. Lisa Rinna is a housewife of Beverly Hills and would like her two daughters to be supermodels. I think TBD on on that part. That, on that part, I think TBD. It's hard to be a supermodel, <laughs> but she's certainly trying to set them up for that. Okay, that makes sense. So, I mean, they make a lot of money, right? They make a lot of money. God, I know. It's so fucked up. It's so fucked up. Um, but you know, whatever. She that, that's what, what money money is everything, and celebrity Famous is everything. King. Celebrity mm-hmm. is everything. To be a celebrity is everything. Which is dumb. But, you know, I mean, it's not dumb if you use it correctly. If you use it in a way, like, again, we're celebrities. Like, we have our own podcast. Like, we're huge. But, like. And we're begging people. But we, unlike Lisa Renna, are, like, leave our families out of Yes. I don't want my dog to date another. I don't want my dog to date any famous dog. Like, I don't need that. No. I'm not setting my fucking cats up with, like, like, uh, Chopette or whatever uh, Karl Lagerfeld's famous cat is. (laughs) The cat's too old for them. Yeah. They're babies. I don't know where they are right now. Oh, I see one. They've been doing a lot of hiding lately. They, maybe they know that you're we're, you're moving. And they're like, we they, just want to, oh. we just want to, we want to, we want to indulge in our little spaces here. If they find out that I'm M-O-V-I-N-G, they are going to be pissed. <laughs> Kara, what's your hair story? So I learned something that I for some reason, learned something wrong recently, and I'm relearned it in a better way. And that is because I'm breastfeeding, I can still get laser stuff on my face now, and I can still get Botox. What? That's great. For some reason, I don't know why I thought I could, but I read. I was like reading. I was like, wait, what? I can do that because the it was the uh, the topical cream I was worried about. But like, I'm like, I'm only using it once. It's not like I'm using it all the time. Why would I not be able to do it if I just don't dump and pump for like 24 hours? And they're like, yeah, just don't do not do it right off the bat. And Botox was like, I worry more about Botox. They're injecting. And they're like, no, that goes into the muscles. So just don't pump, you know, or don't feed her four hours after. Earth. Now, I would just go for a full day with not feeding her. But I'm like, what the fuck? Yes. So I will be. Oh, I, my God. I have a consultation on Monday for the Morpheus laser. So I'm going to see if I can get my feet figured out. Because I just want my face to, you know, my acne scars and my melasma. I'll figure it out. And I, just, and I don't want to keep doing, I don't want to do fillers. I want I want my skin to look healthy without having to inject shit into it besides Botox. <laughs> even that. Yeah, it's, even that, or like a balance. Yeah. A balance. A balance. So does that mean that when I come, we could get vamp facials? Yes. 
Yeah. Oh, we're both going to be so scary for a few days. It's going to be gross, but it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm so excited. I am too. I'm so fucking pumped. Um, so that's what I learned today, last week. And I was like, great. Fuck yes. Let's do this. We're doing this. We're doing this. We're doing this, America. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. And then I also have a, ch- yeah, I also have a trainer that I'm uh, going to be going back to working out. So I'm excited. Yay. So I'll, I'm going to do a mommy makeover, uh, like a small mommy makeover. You're doing a Kara glow up. That's it. A glow up. Bada oh, bing. Let's, we're going to, we're going to come up with a, uh, with a portmanteau for that. Cause I know you love, you love to get carried away. I, I do love to get carried away. <laughs> That was on my my first my first acting um, card business card. It said "Get carried away." I'm like, you dummy! Why why would I do that? I'm, I'm sorry. That was great. <laughs> that was great. Anybody who didn't appreciate that is a dumb dumb. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was smart at the time, and I think I still think it's cute, but uh, didn't get get didn't get many jobs. So that's okay. That's okay. Save it someday when you're like selling something on QVC. Yeah, that's when you can be like that's get carried away. Get carried away with and this. people are going to be dialing in, breaking their phones. Yep, yep. It's gonna be great. I'm gonna have a T-shirt with my name on it, literally with a with a apostrophe D. It's gonna be great. I'm sad we didn't do a bachelorette T-shirt for you. I know that's a big regret. That's a big damn. Regret. Damn it. Oh, well, we'll I did, figure out another reason will, to do one. We'll do one. We'll do one. We'll do one for you. Get Amanda. Well, but, uh, Amanda isn't Amanda has a lot of puns but none of them are like that fun um oh Amanda is like, <laughs> oh oh Amanda like exclamation mark <laughs> okay I'm wrong actually that one's perfect that one's perfect oh Amanda is hot or oh Amanda take stealing hearts <laughs> Write in with your own incredibly good bachelorette t-shirts for my someday bachelorette party in theory if I ever get married. Oh, Amanda, it's um, the last man to... T- <laughs> I'll get there. I'll get there. It's gonna All be of them are good. All of them are good. How will we, It's really like how will we choose. I know. Uh, tune in next week to hear our thoughts on season two, episode one of uh, Sheer Genius. Sheer Jeans. Excited Sheer Jeans. <laughs> Jeans. we love you first bye Bye. thank you so much for listening to growing out the pod if you want to tell us your hair stories email us at growingoutthepod at gmail.com or follow us on instagram at growingoutthepod have a great day and remember exfoliation is the enemy of ingrowns growing out the pod